what's going on guys uh, I, i'm sarah i'm sophia and this is homicide yes episode three three it took us a really long time to record it because um i'm lazy and we're both really busy but once the summer comes then we're gonna record a lot probably yes yes i'll have so much free time honestly me too um, yes anyway so last episode sophia went first so technically it's my Wait, turn no. to go first who went first the first time? The first time, um, we were doing an opposite of Em and Christine on, and that's why we drank, so I went first, because okay. I was murder. Okay. Um. And then I went. So I went first last time. Yes. And so it's my turn to go first. Yes. But mine is, like, really long, and yours is, like, really short. It's not that short. Like, I have, like, lots of shit to say. Oh, that's, like, okay. Okay, good. So I'll, I'll go first. That's, okay. That works. Okay. So, just so you know, it's, like, really wild, so. Okay. Okay. So... I'm going to be talking about Margot Bennett, who you've definitely not heard of, because there's one book about her, and I can't find any information about her online except for in that one published book. But she definitely exists. Yeah, okay. Definitely exists. So, she was born on November 16th, 1953, Mm -hmm. in Gwynn, Alabama, to Ed and Gerthel Dean, quote-unquote, Dean, Akers. All right, all right. She was the third of four children, and her father was really dominating, and her mother didn't really stand up for herself, which created this atmosphere of, like, not talking about things, hmm. and peacekeeping being this essential thing to marriage. Like, the only point of getting married is to keep the peace. Yeah. Like, that's what okay. you do when you're married, is you keep things peaceful, and you don't argue, even if, like, he's saying wrong things. Right. When thir- When she was 13, her father reached into her shirt and grabbed her boob and said, it feels like you might be growing a little bit. Which made <laughs> her really uncomfortable, obviously, but she yeah. never said anything to her mother. And then later... She, like, said something after her father had died, and it turns yeah. out that happened to her sister, too. <laughs> oh, I love it. And that I caused her to become, like, way more self-conscious. And yeah. that abusive father primed her to end up in a manipulative relationship. Uh. So. <clears throat> That's gross. In February 1982, she met Jean Bennett at FBI Atlanta, because she worked for Atlanta. So mm-hmm. she met him at the FBI Atlanta field office, and they got mm-hmm. married in February of 1984. Wait, Jean's a guy? Jean is the guy that she married. <laughs> okay. I thought we were talking about lesbians here. You'll see. <laughs> okay, you're so excited. So, Gene was involved in some really sketchy real estate stuff with this guy named Jerry York, mm-hmm. who, in, um, the reason it was so sketchy was because when you're in the FBI, apparently it's against the rules to have employment outside of the FBI. Oh, yeah, And yeah, since yeah. he was, like, doing all this stuff, it was, mm-hmm. like, illegal. Like, in the office, when Michael gets a second job, and he's not allowed to keep it. Yeah! And he's doing the same thing! <laughs> yeah, and, like, how all those people quit BuzzFeed because they got other yeah. acting jobs and BuzzFeed was like, no, bitch. Yeah. On October 6, 1986, which was three days before their first child, Allison, was born. Um, I, I didn't write if they both got transporters to Washington, because I thought we were going to record this a long time ago. So, like, I wrote all the notes with the thought that, like, it would be, like, a yeah. day after I wrote them. So, okay. I might forget some stuff. That's anyway, okay. at least one of them received transporters to Washington mm-hmm. in 1986. And her big thing with, like, this relationship was, even though she fought with Jean a lot, she mm-hmm. figured if her mom could get through her relationship with her dad, she could get through this relationship. Oh, honey. So, yeah. And Jean did not like that job in Washington. Yeah. He preferred undercover work. And he got a position as a teacher at Quantico. <gasps> and then he got, he didn't get moved to a Soviet KGB counterintelligence squad. Ooh. But it still wasn't as good as his older undercover experiences. Oh, of course And he not. did want to have threesomes with her, and he was obsessed with this idea of lesbians, uh, and he yeah. asked Margo what she thought it would be like to be with a woman, but she'd actually been with women, like, in college, and she was like, what? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Because, like, he didn't know about that, yeah. so. And then they had a second daughter in 1989 named Lindsay, and she was born on January 17th, 1989, <gasps> and she had holes in her heart. Oh, but honey. it was okay. It wasn't fatal. They got, like, surgery and stuff for it, and she ended up being okay. Oh, it's good. And her co-workers loved Margo. 
who's oh. the woman that I've been talking yeah. about this whole time. Yeah, you mixed it up last story, so. Okay, thank you, thank you, Yes, in my mind. They loved her, but they did not like her husband. And um, she actually wanted another child, but Jean said no, so they did not have another child. What a bitch. And then they're, okay, so this is when we introduced Patsy Cornwell, who was the author of some forensic thrillers. Okay. And she met Margot in 1991. Ooh. And they began to communicate more and became, like, good friends. Okay. And eventually they kissed, which they enjoyed. Of course. But they felt guilty because Margot was married. So they continued mm. intimately being together, but then, and she, Margot thought it was, like, better to her than being with Jean or any yeah. man, so I have Jean slash any man. Good. So it looks like she really liked women. Okay, me too, honey. But eventually that passion faded and they decided to keep the relationship platonic, but she did realize that she could only find real love with a woman. So, but she's still with Jean. But so, it's like 83, that's like... It's... No, it is 92. In June 1992, yeah. she told Jean she wanted a divorce. Good. But he didn't want it, so they went to marriage counseling. Bitch. She realized it wasn't gonna work, so she said she was gonna take the kids in the night and, like, leave, mm -hmm. and she didn't tell Jean. But then he found out, and he got very, very angry and yelled at her. Mm. She tried to get away from him, he continued being abusive, but then he called 911 and said she was abusing him. So, Ugh. like, mm. What a little bitch. And then Jean started trying to keep Allison, who's the older daughter, from going to school because he thought Margot would steal her while, she, while he was at work. Mm. Wow. And September 18th, the, a judge ordered custody for Margot to be, like, Saturday through Monday, so she would yeah. have the kids Saturday through Monday, Monday, and Jean would have the rest of the week. But then one morning as she was picking up the girls, Jean tasered her on the head, put her in the trunk of his car, held her bound and gagged, and sent the kids to Jerry and Brenda. What the fuck? I don't know who Jerry and Brenda were. I didn't... Probably family friends, right? I mean, it might have been that Jerry York guy from earlier that he was doing the sketchy real estate with, but I cannot remember. Oh, yeah, fair point. Anyway, so then she forced, he forced her to talk to him about their relationship. So basically he was just forcing her to, like, have a good conversation about their relationship. I love when I have to taser my wife to get her to talk, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then he manipulated her into having unprotective, unprotected sex, and then she never slept with a man again. Oh, honey. <laughs> me too, bitch. Not me. Like, I didn't get manipulated into unprotective sex. But, like, you don't ever want to have sex with I, a man. I never want to have sex with a man again. Okay, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> and then, um, he forced her to lie on the stand during a trial about his sketchy money stuff. Mm. And she finally told a friend about everything that happened. Good. He was not charged for the kidnapping, but he did plead guilty at, sec at the second trial to defrauding the government and coercing Margot into false testimony. Oh, I hate And his, the max sentence was five years in prison for that charge, but he was actually given one year. <laughs> you lie to the government. One year. One year. <laughs> one year, bitch. One year. Margot and her children lived, they ended up living with Margot's parents, and okay. he did not tell his daughters he was going to jail. Okay, me. Great! Yeah. Great things to do. I love him as a person. Yeah, he's really cool. Really good guy. Yes, I agree. And he was told, or Margot was told that the FBI was considering firing her because of Jean's fraud and her perjury. What? But also probably because of Jean's allegations that she was a homosexual, which at this time, this actually gets into some really interesting LGBT yes, history that I like. Him. Well, I don't like it. It's like bad. But, but, but there's this period of time, especially mm -hmm. in like the 80s and 90s, I think, and like mm -hmm. also in the 70s, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. There's, like, being gay in the FBI or any government agency was a security risk. Like, they said, oh, well, this is a security risk, so you can't work for us. So if you got exposed to him as having, like, any homosexual contact ever, you would get fired from the FBI. But why? Or from, like, anything. Because it was a security risk because, like, technically in a blackmail scenario, like, they could use that against you or something. Okay, yeah, for a point. But, like, also... Uh, I don't know how to feel about that one. It's bad. That's how I feel about yeah. it. But it was, like, right up when the Red Scare and everything were happening, too. So, like, everyone oh. focused on the Red Scare, but, like, there was also this big, like, Lavender Scare. Yeah. Which is when they were firing a lot of, like, especially lesbian, I think, but uh -huh. also, like, gay. Yeah. People, gay, lesbian, bisexual, mm. like, basically anyone that had sex with the same gender, <laughs> you out of here. And you then out. transgender people, like, were not even, like, 
Yeah. It was, like, worse. Yeah. Even worse for transgender people, which is why I didn't just say LGBT, because, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I don't really know as much about transgender history. I mostly just know the gay history, but yeah. I should learn it, because, you know? Yeah. It's important. Anyway. Yeah. So she ends up resigning from the FBI... Because of all this stuff. So she begins substitute teaching, but she was too exhausted to get a full-time job. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jean, who had volunteered in Allison's classroom before prison, he told the teacher that he was worried about losing contact with her. So the teacher encouraged Allison to write him some letters. No! And Margo was upset about this, but finally she just typed up the letters her daughter dictated and sent them to him. Uh-huh. And he was released on April 2nd, 1995, and a week later he showed up at the girls' school. <laughs> but Margo had warned them that he might do that in uh-huh. advance. So they did return to the pre-prison custody arrangement. Good. But now she picked up the girls in a public place yeah. so that he can, like, taser her and shove her in his car anymore. Yeah. And she never left the house at night except to walk her dog, and she was really paranoid and worried. Mm-hmm. There are lots more notes. I love There's a lot more to the story. <laughs> and she got a job as a campus police officer in Northern Virginia Community College. And then Jean transferred the girls to a new school without telling her. And then she took them to court, and the court ruled that the girls should attend the new school because it was closer to Jean's house and he had more weekdays of custody. And the daughter okay. said his behavior was erratic, and he would go from super nice to drunk and abusive. <sighs> but, on a positive note, mm-hmm. Margot fi- began to finally accept her sexuality and reconcile it with her strong religious beliefs, even though her church was really homophobic. Oh, good. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. And then Lindsay found out that her heart hole had not shrunk. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, I think that what they did when she was born was they were like, they didn't give her surgery. I said earlier that they gave her surgery. What they did was they were just like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that a lot of people have, so we're just going to wait and see if it goes away. Yeah. Because it probably will. But then it did not go away. It had grown, and it could be fatal. So there was a conflict over if she should have surgery, but then she finally was scheduled to do that on April 3rd, 1996, and she ended up having the surgery and being fine. Okay, good, good, good. So Lindsay is okay at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um. And throughout the proce- divorce process, Jean, like, kept saying, like, she's crazy, yeah. and he was, she was a depraved, closeted lesbian, and he didn't want his two daughters raised by a lesbian. Mm. And he ke- kept, like, prolonging the process yeah. and making it go on longer and longer. And there's, like, this whole thing where he hired this woman named Mary Ann Califay. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was kind of tired of taking notes because I was copying them out of a book, which is called Twisted Triangle, yeah. and it is very good. Mm-hmm. I think I wrote at the bottom who the author is, so I'll say that when I get to the bottom. But, like... Yeah, so at this point, I kind of was skimming the book a lot more than earlier on, so there's a lot less detail, but, like, this is, like, the big event. Yeah. Um, he convinced her to get a gun and involved her in embezzlement and was going to have her help kill Margot. Mm. She didn't really know that, though. Like, this yeah. woman was just, like, very confused. hmm So he called Margot's church under the guise of being a food representative for a food bank and then went to meet up with the pastor. Yeah. And then he held the pastor gunpoint and threatened his family and forced him to call, Mar- call Margot to get her to the church using the guise of needing her to go with him to help him abuse his mother. Because that's, like, the kind of thing she would do. Like, she yeah. was very involved in her church. Mm-hmm. Even though they were homophobic and she was a lesbian. But, like, whatever. 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 <laughs> she packs her thirty eight revolver and almost left without pepper spray, but then she changed her mind and got it at the last minute. Oh, good. When she got there, Jean was there, and she bought time to find her gun in her purse by spraying him with the pepper spray. Even though he was like, I don't want to kill you, I just want to talk. But, like, he wanted to kill fake her. Bitch. That's, like, fake, so. No. The gun jammed at first, but then, um... What does this mean? I said, but then fired into the door jam by Jean? <laughs> <laughs> and then realized he was wearing a bulletproof vest. So I guess he was wearing a bulletproof vest. Okay. And then she told him to leave, and she thought he did, and managed to use the phone to call 911. He disabled the lions by calling one and putting it on hold. But then she pushed the button somehow and fixed it. I love her. Me too. <laughs> and then the police came. And then he called 911 and reported he was hearing voices, and his estranged voice was trying to kill him. 
Bitch, what the fuck? What? That doesn't even make sense. I, I think I'm gonna mess up the notes a little bit here, because well, that doesn't make any sense. But still, what a little bitch. But yeah, he said he was hearing voices, mm-hmm, and like, of course he, had this, he started calling himself Ed, as if he had a second personality, oh, but course. like, police were like, yeah, this is obviously fake, he's just trying to play a role as a last ditch effort. Yeah. And there is like an issue with multiple personality disorder, but and dissociative identity disorder, which is how it's like supposed to be I know, called but clearly he didn't have it it's yeah like some people brought up before well also there's just a lot of controversy over like if it exists yeah like in the court system mm-hmm. and i think it, it does exists. and like yeah, if you sure. read there's one psychologist mm-hmm. who really like is very into it and like yeah. all her cases are like yeah look every single person i've ever worked with that was like i have multiple personality disorder and everyone was like no they don't and then they did yeah so like I don't know, there's a lot of controversy, because a lot of people fake it, like, this yeah, guy faked it, and there was, like, a lot of other high-profile criminals that have faked multiple personality disorder. Yeah, but it is, like, or a real associative thing. identity disorder. Yeah, D.I.D. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's, like, a huge amount of controversy in mm-hmm. the justice system about that, I know. Yeah. Anyway, so, but he was obviously faking it. Yeah, obviously. And he was just trying to play a role as a last-ditch effort. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, she changed churches so her sexuality would be more accepted and she would be more anonymous. Because, like, obviously there was all this news about yeah. her, so she wanted to be, like, more anonymous. And then the news her. found out about her affair with Patsy. Uh-huh. So that was really good, really good, really good. Mm. And then, police found bomb-making materials in Jean's car, but Jean said he never had any experience with bombs. It blamed Marco. <laughs> it said more homophobic shit. I, I don't know what it was, but I wrote and said more homophobic shit. So it looks like that was another thing I expected myself to remember, but that was also a month ago, so. Yeah. Last edit was on March 1st. Ooh, nice. So it looks like this is a while ago. <laughs> and it was suspected that he was going to try to make it look like Margot and Marianne were, like, lovers. Yeah. And that was, like, what caused all the problems and ended up with her dead, but, like. <laughs> and she ended up filing bankruptcy in October and then finally was officially divorced and granted the bankruptcy petition. The trial was super intense. I'm not going to talk a ton about it, but a lot happened, is what I've written in my notes. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, it was, like, really intense, and there was a lot that happened, and, like, yeah. But he ended up being ruled guilty on all charges. Good. And they were, like, the recommended sentencing was 61 years. hmm And then, at actual sentencing, he ended up with only 23 years and 10 years of formation. <sighs> he would be eligible for parole in 2016. But this is where, like, it's a little sketchy, because I couldn't find any information about this hmm. like i could find a couple old articles like from when it happened that like yeah. said like some stuff yeah but i couldn't find any information about if he got out of prison in 2016 or like what's happening hmm. so i don't really know what's up with that but anyway so he's in he was then in jail for yeah a while and hopefully he was due to be released on july 9th 2016 but that has come and passed and there was i looked it up and i couldn't find anything about it so hmm. i'm not really sure what's up with that yeah anyway so now that he's in jail, Margot begins working the second job, and they continue to have money issues. Mm-hmm. And Allison, who's the older sister, did get involved in drugs, especially mm-hmm. meth. But she got went to rehab and ended up stopping using. Good. So she she was doing better. And Lindsay also had some issues, but she did a lot better than Allison, and like didn't have nearly as many problems as she did. Good. But she still had some issues. Like obviously, obviously. you're gonna have issues if like you're yeah. not like awful. Yeah. Like that. Anyway, but I think. As of what the book said, they're doing pretty well as of now, but I couldn't find any information online once again, so Mm, this is all from the book Twisted Triangle by Caitlin Rother and John Hess. Hmm. So, make of that what you will, that is the story of Margot Bennett, and I think it's really interesting. I read the book multiple times because, well, because I read it once, and then I read it again to, like, take these notes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying to focus more on... Like, lately I've been trying to look look for cases that are less, like, lesbians as murderers and yeah. more, like, lesbians as, like, like victims, victims. Yeah. or, like, 
I really like this one because, like, she doesn't die, first of all, so it's, like, yeah. a big selling point. Yeah. I love it when, like, gay people don't die. Yeah, same. And she doesn't murder anyone, and she's just, like, a very strong, like, good person, and, like, she's, like, really, like, I don't know, the book was very good, I thought. I thought it was super interesting. Nice, 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 I'm glad. Yeah. And no spoilers, but my next case that's coming up is also not a lesbian murderer, but there is a lesbian in the case. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like Sophia's gonna figure out what it is, but it's okay. Right. And I also might postpone that one because now Sophia thinks she knows what it is. But <laughs> no, no, at no, some no. point, I'm gonna do a real favorite case of mine. Okay, okay, I'm excited. And then at some point, I'm gonna do Jeffrey Dahmer, but that's that's just like looking forward to because like everyone knows him, but also yeah, he's true. like a big, big like I don't want to say icon because like he's a that's serial not the right murderer <laughs> and like a can of very like, infamous. He's like very like infamous and like. I really think he's, like, very interesting. I agree. I really, I just saw the movie, I, My Friend Dahmer, and I'm, like, really passionate about Jeffrey Dahmer as a person, but yeah. not in a good way, because he's a serial killer. Yeah, he was a serial killer. He's dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got murdered in prison. Oh, shit, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's almost like maybe people won't like you if you, like, murder people I and know. eat them. Like, I don't, it's just like I don't a weird know. Idea. Like, well, I, I would love every cannibal murder I saw every day. Too. The book about him is, like, the man who could not kill enough or something. Yeah. Like, me every day. Yeah. Except for not me. I've never killed a man. Me too, man. Or a woman. Or a gender not binary person. Oh my god, same. Twins? I've never killed anyone. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Right. Sophia's turn. So, today I have another urban legend for you. You know that the operative part of urban legends is that they're not true, right? I have another urban legend for <laughs> you. Wow. Um, I love urban legends. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be talking about the white lady. Me? Or white ladies. Me? <laughs> yeah. Me, me and my friends hanging out. Every time I switch this up, just like the cocktail came up and I was like, not what I'm looking for, bitch. <laughs> Give me those stories. <laughs> Mood. All right. So, I'm going to talk Who about the she? white lady. Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> okay. She's typically seen as a white, wispy female ghost that appears yeah, to terrorize people. Um, depending on where you're from, there are different stories of like why she's there. Um, it said she comes to haunt locations after or before a family member dies. So, like, she'll show up before and be like, ooh, a family member's gonna die. Or she'll show up after and be like, somebody's gonna die, bitch. Um, and also it said that she shows up after, like, if she was murdered, she'll show up. Or if she committed suicide, she'll show up. And if she, <laughs> she'll do that, if she didn't have time to tell people where her treasure was buried. I'm so confused. Is this one woman or, like, no. lots of women? There are multiple women. They appear over. It's like okay. a, it's like a, it's kind of like a species, but not a species. It's like... People see white women all over the place, and they typically have, like, similar, like, backstories. Yeah, that's called living in the suburbs. That's called the Banshee, bitch. <laughs> they remind me of Banshees. But, yeah. Oh, okay. There are different folklore from oh, all wait. over. Okay. Yeah. They're from, like, the U.S., the U.K., Germany. That's where, like, it originated. Um, okay. There's stories from Malta, Brazil, the Czech Republic, and Estonia. So, my notes are kind of really scattered, but, um... Well, I wonder why. Maybe it's because it took you a month to put them together. <laughs> Stop. I literally just did them on the last. Just like a quick disclaimer, I've been ready to do this podcast for a month. <laughs> it's a rough life, okay? I've been having a lot going on. Well, you're not wrong. It is a rough life. It is a rough life. In popular medieval legend, a white lady is like said to appear by day or by night. She just appears whenever she wants. I mean, but every day. <laughs> this is a thing in England. I think this is in England. Um, Yeah. So it'll appear when, like, a family member is, like, about to die. She'll be like, ooh, somebody's gonna die. Um, yeah, and, like a bitch. Yeah, but they usually are, like, spirits of, like, past ancestors and stuff. Um, but the original story is from Germany. 
Nice. Wow, it's not like you love that country. What? Me? Okay, so they are called. Not that. They're called. Ruin in the Viet. Yeah, they're called the Ruin in Viet. The Ruin in Viet. Yes. Which translates to. I love losing all our German listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Well, 72 of our German listeners just signed off. Yeah. They're basically, like, like white maidens. That's kind of what it refers to, I guess. Um, and they're called, like, whatever in, like, their local dialects. And, yeah. But they're mythical creatures of the Lower Saxon origin. Um, and so most known in the Eastern... They're, like, also known in, like, the Netherlands. Okay. I, I think that was all in Dutch, not German. Wait, so... It's Dutch. It's Dutch. Oh, not so we German. lost those listeners too. Yeah, okay. It's not just a Dutch. Wow, I love this. <laughs> okay. But if you say German, sometimes it sounds like Dutch because it's like Deutsch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but they're found both in the Netherlands and Germany. Like that's where okay. the stories originate from. Anyway. The Ruin in Viet. Yes. The Ruin. Ruin. They're sometimes referred to as. as okay. <laughs> Is we Joffers? White Maidens. And they have been both benevolent as well as malevolent. Um Malevolent? Yeah. M Okay, sorry about that quick break. Um we had some audio issues, by which I mean my laptop fell asleep and um Pause the recording. Okay. So I love that. Also, I realized that my laptop volume is 100, and that's why it seems loud enough, so um, the audio might be a little fucked on this one. Uh, yellow, am I right? It's okay. We can up the audio in post. Okay, cool. The White Women. Um, they are reported from the Netherlands and Germany. They are known as, like, White Maidens or... They bear many similarities to um, Banshees, Witches, Elves, Ghosts. Um, they usually are, like, pretty peaceful, uh, but they do abduct and switch newborns. Oh, okay. Women, this is pretty peaceful. And punish people who have treated them badly. Oh my god. As benevolent beings. Um, they, this is like the good stuff. They aid in childbirth and offer good advice. Um, yeah. So. Nice. It'd be like that. They aid in childbirth and then they steal the infants? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Why does that from? say they're connected to the vulva? Vulva. The it's v- a place in Germany. Vulva. Volva. Volva. It's not a vulva. <laughs> like your vagina. It's different. They're connected to the vulva. Vagina. Vagina. That's what I heard. Vagina. Perfect. Oh, today in a class, I overheard a kid explaining to someone else. Well, because this one kid was like, didn't know what the word misogyny meant. Mm-hmm. This other kid was like, so, you know, if you think about it, like, the root gyne, mm-hmm. like, comes from, what does it come from? And then it's like, vagina. <laughs> and then, we, we were, yeah, we were like, vagina. And he was like, yeah, and so the like, gynecologist, misogyny, D-U-A-N. And I was like, that's not the way I would have explained it at all. And I was like, yeah, so like, when you think like men are better than women. And he was like, that's not exactly it. You have to like, hatred. And I was no. like, I love when people mansplain misogyny to yeah, me. Yeah, same. <laughs> but also, he's like a nice kid, so it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, all right. And then we had a conversation about, because he was like, yeah, I feel like um, white privilege is way, like, more than male privilege. Ooh, she's, I just broke something. Um, yeah, well, no, no, actually, sorry. He was talking about how the impression, the, like, racial oppression is a lot stronger, like, in this country and, like, this area than mm-hmm. gender oppression, which, like, like, repression, like, women being oppressed. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was saying that he thinks black people are oppressed more than women in, the, in this area, which is definitely true. I agree. Yeah. Like, that's definitely, like, a big issue, especially mm-hmm. here. Like, not everywhere, but here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we had a good conversation about it. He's a nice kid. Okay. 
Anyway. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Back so, to what you were saying that had nothing to do with that yeah. at all. <laughs> These white, wispy ladies are said to live in um, the mist and fog banks, um, and they like to dwell in bogs. <laughs> Me too! What the fuck? Um, they, they're they often shown in, like, pop culture and stuff. Like, there's this Nancy Drew game, which I'm sure a lot of you have played. Uh, <laughs> Sarah and I have played it. Yeah. Okay, we played that one? Or yeah. did we play the other one? I played that one. Oh, did we play both of them? I played the one. I don't know. <laughs> did I you beat haven't. one without me? I didn't beat it. It was uh, too hard. <laughs> is it the one that you gave up because it was too hard to switch to the other one, and then we beat the other one, and then we did not go back to that one? Yes, exactly. Okay, wait. That wasn't the one in New Orleans, right? No. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we love Nancy Drew games. Love Nancy Drew. Love Nancy Drew. She Interactive is my favorite um, video game. Her Interactive. Her Interactive is my favorite uh, video game to search. <laughs> For girls that aren't afraid of a mouse. That's right. My favorite motto. Really good. Yeah. Really good motto. All right. So they're often brought up in pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to mention they also like to dwell in castles in like England and stuff. That's where they like got their start. They seem like real icons. They really are. They're kind of my favorites. <laughs> you feel like you broke this mic stand. Shh. <laughs> it's okay. We're only using one mic this week because Sophia can't find the other one. Well, I know where it is. I just don't feel like last time we when somebody held it and the other person did it and got we got weird audio. Yeah, maybe we could just both hold them. Oh wait, that's too much work. We did that. Did we? Yeah, and the audio was fucked up because like. I would hold mine farther away than you would. Well, it looks like we can't be trusted. Oopsies. Okay, we anyway. pop filters. Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Um, pop culture references. They were in Nancy Drew. They appear all the time in movies and like TV shows. Did you really write Nancy Drew on here? No. Or did, did you just remember it? I just remembered it. Okay. Um, they were also in the pilot episode of Supernatural. Oh my gosh! Um, Supernatural just had an episode called Scooby Natural where they went into Scooby-Doo. Good! Can we watch it later? No. <laughs> but yeah, basically, white women, they usually take revenge on like their husband or something. But, I really relate to these women. You know. Is this why, are they lesbians? Is that why you chose them? No, I chose them because they were women, and also they don't like men. Oh, yeah, so lesbians. Basically lesbians. I can't confirm if they do have sex with each other or not, though. Sorry. <laughs> they have to. That's what they do. <laughs> that's what, what scares the men. Yes. They see women being independent without them, and they say, fuck. Yeah. Wait, so I actually have a white woman story from right nearby. Oh, my God. In Rochester, New York. Bitch. I love okay. triangulating our location. That's nowhere near us. It's like... Three hours away. It's one hour away. <laughs> Three hours away. It's like seven hours away. It's yeah. like maybe like in another state. Yeah. Okay. So a white lady who is said to haunt Durand Eastman Park in Durand Rochester Durand. in New York. Um, she's also known as the Lady in the Lake. The 19th century white lady wanders the park area, obsessively looking for the body of her daughter, who was slain by a boyfriend or a group of hoodlums. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Spending on the tour- story you hear, legend has it that the woman... <clears throat> The human white lady either killed herself in grief or died alone and heartbroken. Yeah, so she was killed by her boyfriend or a group of hoodlums, depending mm-hmm. on if you're talking mm-hmm. to someone who's overprotective of their child or racist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, because who uses the word hoodlums other L- than racist? It's literally. Literally. Okay, so here's one from Union Cemetery in Easton, Connecticut. has reported sightings from, of a white lady since the late 1940s. Um, she said to haunt the nearby Stephanie Cemetery in Monroe, Connecticut. Stephanie. Yeah. Okay. I have a lot. <laughs> Tomato Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Telemato. Tomato Cemetery. <laughs> no. Okay. Here's a good one. This God, is what I tomatoes. I figured this is what um these next two are kind of what the Supernatural episode was based off of since she was killing the men on the highway. Wait, okay. what? That is not what the Supernatural episode was about. It was. She was abducting men off the highway in the pilot. 
Wasn't the pilot with the mom burning on the ceiling? No, no, it was. And then at the end, the boy's girlfriend, or Sam's girlfriend, burns on the ceiling. Yeah, but that 420 voice is, um, oh shit, you're right. It's also, um, the, the white ladies in that, too. I was just thinking of, um, their mother burning on the ceiling when you said white lady, honestly, because she's white and she's a lady and no. she was wearing a white dress. It was the lady who kissed John in the bathtub and then she was, um, taking men off the highway. Wasn't that, like, the fifth episode or something? No. Clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Very I haven't watched Supernatural in years because I remembered that it's a bad show. It is a bad show. So, yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint. We hate it. Yeah. If you like Supernatural, don't listen to this podcast. Just Thanks, kidding. bitch. I watched like, the first five seasons. I watched the first, like, ten seasons to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I watched, watched the season, like, ten, and then I gave up because, like, there was this lesbian and she was really cool and they killed her in, like, I two know. episodes after she showed up and I was like... <laughs> I know, they killed off the pretty girls, and I got mad about it. They killed that really pretty girl who was not a lesbian, yeah. They killed Felicia Day's character Mm -hmm. for literally no reason. Oh, I'm so angry about that. They were like, oh, shit. They were like, she's going to survive. She's going to survive. It's going to be fine. And then she got murdered, and they just, like, walk in and they're like, oh, shit, she's dead in the bathtub. Oh, fuck. Sorry, spoilers for Supernatural, but don't watch it. Okay, let's get back on track here. It'll eat up three. We have plenty of time. It'll eat up (laughs) seven years of your life, and then you'll want to die when you finish it. Fair point. Okay. And then they killed this other lesbian. She showed up in one episode, and she was a cop, and she was, like, so cool. And I was like, oh, they're just replacing Charlie. Like, they're, like, incorporating another lesbian. Yeah. Didn't happen. No, they killed her, like, two episodes in, and I was like, okay, okay, thanks so much. Mm-mm. Thanks so much. I really feel represented and loved. Yeah, same. And then there's the queer baiting, but that's for another episode. That's for another episode, bitch. Me. Hmm. Maybe we should Don't use, get me started. Maybe we should have an LGBT topic at the end of our episodes just to, like, talk about it. And be like, these fuckers. <laughs> these these fuckers. Do we want to talk about queer baiting just to kill some time? No. no. Oh my god, we could do a mini sort about queer baiting. We could. Here's <laughs> Sarah Sophia's thoughts on queer baiting. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. And that's it. I could just present my whole Gyps project from last year about LGBT representation in media. Yeah. And that's a mini sode. I'm thinking about presenting my cryptid. Um, oh my god. Our mini sodes could just be school presentations we do that are relevant to our podcast. <laughs> okay so let us know what you think about that idea we don't care we're gonna do it anyway yeah so okay all right anyways so these two are about white ladies killing people on highways nice okay in muckalito muckleteo muckleteo washington i don't know there have been lots of reportings of ladies in white vanishing hitchhikers just off clearview drive in a forest or on the road near the tree line in madisonville louisiana there's a legend about a woman called the silk lady her ghost is said to haunt palmetto flight Palmetto Flats on Highway 22. The story goes that back in the mid-1800s, there was a woman who was riding back from town after seeing her lover off. I noticed the gender-neutral language there. Was her lover a woman? I don't know. She was riding on an old logging trail when a snake spooked her horse. She fell and hit her head and died as a result of the injury. Several people have reported her as a woman dressed in a wispy, silky dress that her feet don't touch the ground. Once she is seen, someone says she is supposed to cackle like a banshee. Oh, shit. That was just me hanging out in Louisiana. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Today in um, our chorus lesson, the teacher Wait, made us really go. Funny. He made us go <laughs> during our lesson, like put our heads on our face, like like on our cheeks, and then go. It's <laughs> really funny. I hate that. <laughs> Wait, but this one's really funny. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going. Okay. Fuck, I can't read over your shoulder. I know. Hold your laps out like that. In Eltoon, Pennsylvania, she is known as the White Lady of Whoopsie. Me. <laughs> w h o p s y. Her ghost is said to haunt. Wapsonanak Mountain and Bookhorn Mountain in the western part of Altoona. It's said that she and her husband had had an ill-fated crash over what's known as Devil's Devil's 
<laughs> I stuttered devil's elbow. As you head devil's into, elbow. <laughs> as you head into the city itself, where both of them tumbled over the side of the mountain. According to the legend, she is seen looking for her husband on foggy nights, has been pitched up as a hitchhiker, and her affliction is not seen in a mirror, but she always disappears around devil, devil's elbow. That's the White Lady of Whoopsie. Why is she called the White Lady of Whoopsie? <laughs> because the mountain is called W-O-P-S-O-N-O-N-O-C-K, and Whoopsie is called W-H-O. That's not even the same spelling. It is close. It's close enough. She's doing her best. Yeah. Okay. My favorite part of that story was, um, I don't know, the fact that, like, imagine how scary it would be if you were driving a hitchhiker, and then you look into your rearview mirror, and they're not there. Yeah, that happens in Supernatural. That's so scary. I know. Sorry, that's really scary. I'm going home right now to go cry and never drive again. Okay. I always think that's going to happen whenever I look in my rearview mirror, so I don't look in it. Good idea. <laughs> no, I do look in it, just like, not if I'm thinking about how scary the world is. Yeah. Okay. All right, sorry, I'm just doing a little, I'm, doing, I'm scrolling through telling you okay. stories I want to tell. Okay. TikTok, bitch. Okay. So there's also a story of a white lady from Bavaria in Germany, and she's known as Die Weißfrau, or the white lady. Um, she's known as a ghostly figure that walks about at night terrifying people. <laughs> Me too, bitch. A lot of people think this is just, like, local, like, folklore or whatever, but, like, a lot of people also believe it's, like, totally real. Yeah. They're kind of, like, spirits of, like, tortured ladies. So, like, an urban legend. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah like an urban legend. Yeah. <laughs> like what you said it was at the beginning. But, yeah, no, that's cool. There's a really funny quote from this one article I pulled and I got excited to think it was funny. Okay. This one is one article. I forget the name of it. Um, she said, or the writer. Way to give credit. It reads, <laughs> perhaps it is she who was referred to in local joke lore. As I was told by a guide during a midnight ghost tour of Bamberg, a visitor approached the lady and asked if there were ghosts in the city. She replied, and I quote, I've lived here 500 years, and I've never seen one. Me? So I can't tell if that's a typo, or just, like, she really believes she's 500 years old. Why is that mean, though? Maybe she is the white lady. <laughs> I've lived here 500... No, didn't it say that they, the person went up to the white lady and was like, no, are uh, the ghosts here? up to the lady who was giving the tour. Oh, I think she was just telling a joke, Sophia. No, it's busy. <laughs> I think it was just like a joke. Like I don't know. Like I don't know what you mean, but like she's lived here five hundred years. That she <laughs> she's never seen one. It's so iconic. What the fuck? I love her. Okay, basically it says like the White Lady Saga was like attached to the old fortress, which I've said they're often connected to either highways or mm-hmm. castles, depending on when they were like mm-hmm. when they were like killed or dead or whatever. Um, okay. Yeah. So this is pretty scattered. But, yeah, she appears all over the place. She's appeared in, they've appeared in Rome. Um, you know, and it happens all over the place. <laughs> wow, it just, she's there. Florida. She just kind of appears wherever she, there's a tragedy, um, white ladies appear. <laughs> yeah, so would you call her a cryptid? I would not call her a cryptid because she it does not have, like, a solid form. That makes sense. But, like, she's, like, everywhere. And, like, I feel like cryptids are, wait, no, that's wrong. That's, that's very wrong. wrong. That's very incorrect. <laughs> cryptids are just, like, innate animals. Cryptids are, like, often only in one place. Yes. Sorry, there's some um, wrapping paper over there with cats on it, and it's, like, very distracting, so I think that's why I just forgot what a cryptid was. No, cryptids, like Bigfoot, he's only in North America. I can't do cryptids. I was going to do one. I will do it. I love cryptozoology. Just, I wanted to say that. Okay. I literally not. I see a Bigfoot sticker, and I not. Honestly, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Bigfoot on my backpack right now. Yeah, I have um, something that says, save the bees, please. I have another thing that says Lumberjanes. If you guys have read the Lumberjanes series, hit me up. I will literally talk about it all day. It's cryptids and lesbians and camping. want to just, like, hit us up in general, do that. Do that. Do that. We need friends. <laughs> Please. Just kidding. I am really popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're 
summer break, Sophia went away, and I realized that I have, like, no friends. So that's my life. It's very relatable. Yeah, I went to Florida to visit our top listener, Gabby. Oh, yeah, shout out to Gabby. This episode is sponsored by Gabby. (laughs) Just kidding. This episode costs no money. You're right. You're right. You're right. Except for our parents' electricity bill. Ooh. Your parents' electricity bill, not mine, bitch. Except for my laptop. We'll need to be charged later now, so. (laughs) Haha, suck to suck. Am I right? How long is this? Like 40 minutes. Okay, this is a good place to stop. I mean, but we're gonna edit it. Okay, yeah, so let's just like do the goodbyes. Oh, yeah, uh, follow us on social media. Yes. We have a Twitter, which is Homicide Podcast, right? Yes. On Twitter? Yes. And I think we're also Homicide Podcast on Instagram. We have one post up. It's like really lit. Oh, we do? Yeah, I posted that thing I told you I was gonna post, remember? I didn't know if you actually made it or not. Yeah, I texted you. I made the account and made a post on it. We're very involved. <laughs> I'm very involved. Yeah, Sophia's like really like doing her best. <laughs> I have a lot going on. And also now I have to edit all the episodes because we can't figure out how to send them to a different computer. No, so. we can't. So that's us. We're doing our best, and I think that's what matters. Yeah, we're Homicide Podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we have one post up with some behind-the-scenes photos of us preparing for our next ghost hunting adventure. Mm-hmm. They're, like, all pictures of you, so I figured you would look at them. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Um, You can now listen to our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts, as before. Um, Google Play. It says iTunes, like, everywhere, Mm -hmm. but it's actually Apple Podcasts, yeah. yeah, And then Google Play is Mm -hmm. new. We just added that. Google Play, Homicide Podcast. We're really hard to find, but... um, if you guys rate us and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, that will make us easier to find yes. in the future. Yes, do it. Yeah, I know our posting is very irregular now, but we're really sorry about that, and we will try to yes. do better. Yeah, we're, we're going to record a lot in advance from now. Yes, we're both in high school and trying our best. We're doing our best, Um, but I graduate in June, so... Yeah, yeah. When I'm in college, who knows what we're gonna do? But we're gonna we'll figure we're gonna it play out by year. I think we're gonna record a lot of episodes over the summer and then let them out until winter break and then record a lot over winter break. And then, yeah, or we could Skype record. That's what the Scooby Dudes do. We could. They live in different places and they like record all their episodes over Skype. Okay. So if we ever wanted Gabby as a special guest, we could definitely yes. do. That. She has some ghost stories. Yes. When we do a listeners episode, and by listeners episode, I mean a we tell our own stories because we have no listeners yes. episode. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Ooh, I have some ghost stories from my mom, too. Oh, dopamine. But they're, they're, actually, I'll tell one hot story. No, we're at 40 minutes. Is that enough minutes? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell one hot quick story. That is that I visited a college over the weekend. Or not over the weekend. Last week was spring break, so I visited a college over spring break. Yeah. And apparently the room I was staying in was haunted because it was a women's college. And apparently there was a fire and the house burned down at one point. Oh, really, shit. Everyone got out. Yeah. But... There's a legend that actually a girl had snuck her boyfriend in and had him in the attic. Or, well, she had him there, so she sent him, she sent him up to the attic, because, mm-hmm. like, or was hiding him there or something. Yeah. And then the house caught fire and burned down, but he couldn't get out because, like, they didn't know he was there because he wasn't supposed to be there because yeah. it's a women's college. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the legend there, that he is, it's just his ghost is hanging out in the attic. But I slept on the fourth floor, and I heard nothing, so. It sounds And the fourth floor was the top floor, so. Yeah, also I had to climb a lot of stairs to get up there. But it was still a very good college. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Good, good. I'm wearing their sweatshirt uh, right now. Nice. Titties out, bitch. Titties out. Anyway, so we're signing off. Titties out is our new sign off. Oh, yeah, we did a sign off. What's our sign off? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, homicide. Um, Remember, don't kill any gays. Don't kill the gays. <laughs> um, um, what if we just say... 
Do your best. <laughs> Drink your water. Drink your water. Drink your water and eat some pussy. That is definitely not our sign <laughs> off. I will not endorse that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What are some good ones? Okay, my favorite murder sign off is stay sexy and don't get murdered. So that is taken. That's the shit. shit. Um, <laughs> Christine and M's for, and that's why we drink is, and that's why we drink. Clink. So that's taken. That's taken. Shit. <laughs> shit. The Scooby Doo sign off with um. I don't really know. I think I just say bye. Yeah. Um, ghoul pals. When they used to be ghouls, go bags, and gays, mm-hmm. they signed off with um. Stay spooky, stay prepped, and stay gay. And uh, I think that's what they still sign off with, but I'm not yeah. sure because they disincorporated the apocalypse scene. But that's a very good podcast. Check yeah. out Goose. Go- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Goose. Check out ghoul pals. Oh, because I was gonna say their old name, which is ghouls, go bags, and gays. Ghouls, go bags, and gays. I literally love that. Yeah, but since like the pol- political scene got like serious, they yeah counted out the apocalypse because like they thought it was too like real yeah. to like talk about anymore. Yeah, <laughs> which is not to say that like being gay isn't real, but like being gay isn't real. Okay, it's not real, honestly. I've never seen a woman. I've never seen a woman. I've never been attracted <laughs> to a woman. I've never. Um, stay feisty. <laughs> no, I hate that. Our sign off is um. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> Try your best. Be gay. Hug a cryptid. Be gay. <laughs> Suck Mothman's dick behind a 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's a sign up. That's a sign up. Uh, um, what about... What if we just, like, say, say sexy and don't get murdered and pretend that it's our sign up and not my favorite murders? No. No how one about, would notice. How about, um... What about we just stick our theme thing at the end that goes yes i hate that so much <laughs> i love it it's literally my idea and i hate it i hate it so bad yes yes, <laughs> yes. just like that little kid where he's like yes yes <laughs> yes what if we're set up his road work ahead i sure hope it does <laughs> what if we say Women ahead. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> what if we say, girls keep loving girls? Yes, I and like boys that. keep loving ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh wait. A hug your local gay or ghost. And don't forget, hug your local gay and hug your local, local ghost. ghost. I like that. Hug your local gay ghost or unexplained phenomenon. <laughs> Hug your local cryptid. <laughs> okay, what about... Okay, so we're gonna go with hug your local gay and kiss your local ghost. No, it's a little bit too intimate. <laughs> Have sex with your local ghost. <laughs> Stick your dick in Mothman oh, right now. Oh, go find him. <laughs> if you're looking okay, for and remember, that. support the gays and support the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And remember, keep ghosting gays. <laughs> keep gaying ghosts. Keep ghosting gays and keep gay and ghosts. No, that sounds like ghosting. Yeah, no, we don't want to ghost people. Mm. Or do we? That's and remember, ghost. keep ghosting, comma, gays. <laughs> and keep gaying, comma, oh ghosts. God. And remember, ghosts can be gay too. Yes. If you see a ghost of the same gender, ask, are you a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> if you see a ghost of the same gender. <laughs> if you see one ghost, ask, are you a lesbian? <laughs> and remember, I need to know. You remember, it's gay. <laughs> stay gay. No, that's already take it. Ugh. Stay spooky, stay prepped, and stay gay. That's fucking ghoul pals, not ghouls, ghouls, ghoul bags, and gays. What the fuck? Ghouls, go bags, and gays. Um, 
hug a local gay, hug a local ghost. Hug a gay in the ass? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, it. Wait, no. Support, support your local gays and support your local unexplained phenomenons. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, crime is bad, but gay is okay. okay. <laughs> remember, murder is bad, but gay, gay is, is okay. okay. I like that. Okay, is our sign off now? Yes. Remember, murder, murder is, is bad, but gay is, is okay. okay. <laughs> one more time, one more time. Okay. okay. Mur- murder. <laughs> Fuck. Remember. Okay. okay. Remember, murder is bad. Okay, what if one of us says murder is bad and the other one says, but gay is okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay, remember. Murder is bad, but being gay is okay. See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya. Hear you later. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.